0: Merry Christmas and Happy Holidays, Story Geeks! It's Jay and Daryl. On today's show, we're actually counting down our top ten Christmas movies. Except well, for me. That's right. It's weird <laughs> that you say
1: we because you're not actually there. I'm not so. in it. I'm not
0: in it. I was super <laughs> sick, um, and I could not. I could not stop coughing. So I, I. We're gonna have that on an aftercast.
1: Yes. So joining us on this actual podcast are our good friends Justin Weaver and Sandra Demas, who you have heard many many times before they're friends of our Story Geeks family here and as Jay says you can tune into the Aftercast to hear his top 10 as well as a little bit of his journey in Christmas throughout his life
0: <laughs> exactly and then Wade Johnson our, our Patreon supporter will be super excited about that uh, we'd also love to hear your thoughts about the your favorite Christmas movies all of which you can leave at storygeeks.com leave us a comment over there um, also check out Ashley and Anthony's top 10 Christmas movies Uh, our past podcast over 120 of our past podcasts are on there and and for those of you who support the show on Patreon we actually have all of our premium content on there as well including the Story Geeks aftercast that we keep
1: talking about that's right and like we said this one's going to be a good one you get Jay's perspective which you don't get in the main episode that's right but I have to say I'm so excited for this episode because one of my big geekdoms is Christmas (laughs) so I had a great time with this just talking about all the christmas fun there is out there to be watched
0: and a lot of the movies on my list weren't even geek movies they were just straight
1: up christmas movies
0: yeah so we're getting a little outside of our our wheelhouse here but we hope you guys really enjoy it because we had a lot of fun putting them together and i'm actually really looking forward to hearing your guys take on everything yeah all right thanks for listening in the story geeks podcast is produced by the reclamation society let's dive into our top 10 christmas
1: movies Justin and Sandra, welcome to the Christmas Extravaganza.
2: Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. I know.
1: <laughs> I know.
2: I was pushing for the top twelve movies of Christmas yeah. just to go along with the song, but oh, I that think, would have been a good yeah, idea. Yeah, but then the thanks for bringing that up na- now. The repetitive nature of it, <laughs> when we would have had to list each of ours yes. all yeah. the way down the list, all every time, it just it would have gotten old. Yeah.
1: Well, I wonder if Jay has twelve on his list. He usually. Sneaks a couple extras in there like, via a tie. <laughs> so,
3: <laughs> well, I can do that in his honor, just to add some you of can. My you can honorary mentions.
1: Yeah. So I should also say, if you guys want to hear Jay's list, you're also going to have to subscribe to our Patreon account because we're not going to read it here. You're going to hear ours. You will hear our Patreon contributors of $5 or more. We've got four of them. We've got their lists as well. And I think between that, we're going to cover a lot of Christmas bases. Yeah. So, but really quickly before we jump in, I, at this point, everybody should know you guys, but let's not <laughs> leave any stone unturned. Let's just be sure. Let's have you introduce yourselves again. So Sandra, tell us what you do.
3: Well, my name is Sandra Dimas or Sandra Claus during this time of year. Yeah. Nice. And, <laughs> and I am the host of 2819, which is a show that focuses on science, faith, and pop culture. And you can find us at 2819show everywhere. Boom. And
2: I am Justin Weaver. I uh, work in the entertainment industry. I am married to a cute redhead that is a high school theater teacher. And I really can't be found on social media. I need to fix that. I have social media <laughs> accounts, but they're just not active. So I wouldn't say you need to fix that, Bob. <laughs> <laughs> it's up to you.
1: I wouldn't be on it all that much either. Um, Should we dive in? Yeah. 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 Okay. So to clarify, we say Christmas movies, but mm. we're going to be really lenient here. So these are movies that have any semblance of Christmas in them whatsoever. Mm. So for us, yes, Die Hard is a Christmas movie. Yes. So we but will start make off. did our lists. <laughs> uh, we'll, see.
3: we'll see.
1: Well, here, I, I can tell you this. We're going to start off with our Patreon subscribers. So we're going to start off with Jim and his number 10 is... Die Hard.
3: Yes, Yippee Ki Yay.
2: Yippee! Don't finish that. I'm sorry. <laughs> not on this show. Yippee Ki Merry Christmas. Yippee Ki Yes. Like that. yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's right.
1: Um, Mary's number ten. Another Patreon subscriber is Edward Scissorhands. Yeah. <laughs> so there you get the not a Christmas movie in quotes per se, but mm-hmm. a movie with Christmas in it. Yes. Which has to count.
3: It does count totally. There's a Christmas tree in it.
1: Yep. <laughs> Um, next we move on to Monty. We can usually count on Monty for the very strange out there choices. The ones that no one else thinks of or even (laughs) knows about. Um, but yeah, maybe not this time. We'll see. Number 10 is this Christmas. What is that? I don't know. (laughs) There we go. We're off. We're off on the right start with Monty. Um, and then Wade, our other Patreon subscriber, uh, his number 10 is Elf.
3: Oh, whoa. it's pretty low for Elf, yeah. I have to say,
1: but but that's okay. That's okay. <laughs> let's get into ours. Sandra, why don't you kick us off? What is your number 10?
3: Oh, my gosh. Okay, so am I skipping all of my honorary mentions? Yeah, let's
1: do 10 <laughs> through 6, and then we'll go to honorable <laughs> mentions. All so right. So you don't have to do like a 97-way tie for number
3: 10 or oh, anything like that. Okay, so my number 10, it's the Spongebob Christmas, Christmas Who?, And that is where Spongebob is writing to Santa and Squidward's like, ah, Santa doesn't exist, you know. And then he feels really bad because Spongebob makes him this fantastic gift and then he pretends he's Santa, but then actual Santa shows up. I I just love that. I love that (laughs) one. I can watch it over and over again. (laughs)
2: That it, sounds absolutely delightful. It
3: is. And like when SpongeBob is discouraged, he's like, I guess I don't need these. And he like pulls down the lights and he's so sad and he's so relatable. Like for me, I'm just so hyper emotional. If you let me down, it's like the worst thing. And so I love that. <laughs> that he's there just like a mess. Then he's happy when it, when Santa comes. So,
1: I honestly did not expect to be talking about SpongeBob tonight.
2: Really? Yeah. <laughs>
1: Christmas is everywhere.
2: It is. What's your number 10? (laughs) My number 10, uh, like one of our Patreon subscribers, was Die Hard. Hey. I put it right there. Uh, John McClane, great action movie. Takes place in LA, so we can celebrate it.
1: Yep. Yeah. Come on down
2: to the coast. Have a few laughs. (laughs) laughs. We'll get together. Have a few laughs. Great movie.
1: It is a great movie. There's no denying it. My number 10 might be a little controversial for a very specific reason, but it's the Peanuts movie. Mm. So
3: The Peanuts movie?
1: I know, I know. So you would expect me to say a Charlie Brown Christmas, right? But I'm going with the Peanuts movie, which only has a little bit of Christmas in it and a lot of winter, which makes me feel Christmassy. But I just love the aesthetic of that movie. I love how they updated the Peanuts, Uh but still kept it classic. Mm. I think it's really beautiful, and actually watching the whole movie makes me feel Christmassy, oh. even though there's only a couple little Christmas scenes in it.
3: I have to admit, I haven't seen it. I haven't either. <laughs> really? No. Wow. There's something about that type of animation that I have to be super invested in the studio, or yeah, it's just I don't know why that type of animation. I'm just like, Meh. it's I'm good. a
1: beautiful movie. I hear. I highly recommend it. Yeah. Granted, I have a five-year-old and a two-year-old, so <laughs> that's why I see things like this, this a lot. Everything. But I would have seen that one anyway <laughs> because I remember seeing the trailers for it and just thought it looked awesome.
3: Yeah, And
1: it is awesome. Yeah. So the Peanuts movie. Sorry, Charlie Brown Christmas. No <laughs> offense. I love you too. Okay, number nine. Uh, Jim's number nine is Scrooged. Ooh, I love Scrooged. That's a classic. Mary's is A Christmas Story.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Monty's is A Christmas Story. Mm. I'm sure we'll talk about that one quite a bit. And then, ha oh, nice. Wade went for Jingle All the Way. Oh. Which I really don't think is a good movie, but it's very entertaining.
3: That's the Arnold one, right? Arnold yes. and Phil Hartman. And they're fighting over <clears throat> trying to get a toy.
1: Yeah, what is it? Power Man? I I'm think?
3: trying
2: to remember exactly what it is, and my family's going to be so embarrassed for <laughs> I me. I think it's Power I can't Man. remember. Turbo Man. Turbo Man. It's Turbo ah, Man. Oh, you're right.
1: Well, I enjoy that movie because I greatly miss Phil Hartman. Yeah. I loved Phil Hartman. I thought he was hilarious. So, jingle all the way. Sandra, what's your number nine?
3: My number nine is Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, ah. which actually is, is apparently, according to HuffPo, very problematic. <laughs> so, that was uh, <laughs> on fire today, but I get it. I get it, but... I still really like it. You've got Rudolph there, or he doesn't fit in. You've got the Island of Misfit Toys. They don't fit in. Oh, my gosh. Like, those people are just like, those. that's my my uh, village right there. You know? <laughs> the
1: Misfit Toys.
3: <laughs> yes. You've got that elf <laughs> who wants to be a dentist, which is super random. It's just kind of this this really peculiar stop-motion animation, which you know I love little thing yeah. that would come out every year and that was signifying that christmas is here and so i love it because we didn't have access to it we can just play it on netflix or whatever it had oh, to yeah. come on tv and so that was a nice little treat for us yeah to just get to see that every year
1: yeah when we were kids it was elusive like it would only come on right like once a year the, yeah, but you have it had ingrained it so in hard, your memory and you're like oh <sighs> i know <laughs> We had As to sit and folks. wait for things to come on. Yes.
3: <laughs> and maybe record it. Or, uh, you know. <laughs> but if you hear it record then you could
1: too only watch late. Watch it three times yeah. more. Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen the YouTube video by a group called Eclipse 6 called Hemeldolf? They uh, <laughs> tell the story of Rudolph the Red Nosed reindeer to... Uh, music from Hamilton. It is... Oh, that
3: sounds up my alley. I have to see that. Yes.
2: I highly recommend it. I'll check it out. All right. What's your number nine, Justin? My number nine is The Santa Claus.
3: Oh, Oh, that's a good one. Tim Allen.
2: Absolutely. It has some genuinely funny moments, and that came out in my childhood. So that's one of the few movies I feel like has become a Christmas classic in my lifetime. A lot of my list is... Pre-Justin Weaver days. (laughs) Have you seen the sequels? I think I've only seen the first one. I saw, I think I've seen two and three, but they just feel really forgettable. I remember that Martin Short plays Jack Frost, and that's the extent of what I remember. (laughs) Mm
3: -hmm. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Which is basically just a
1: poster. (laughs) That's all you need. (laughs) Uh, um, My number nine is Arthur Christmas. Have you guys mm-hmm. seen Arthur Christmas?
3: Oh, I think I saw it like once. That's the brother. Have you seen I have not. He's, isn't he the brother? No, of? that's Fred Claus. So oh. Arthur Christmas
1: no. is, um, was it DreamWorks? I'm not sure. which. It's an animated movie. And um, Arthur is part of, is he part of the line of Santa Claus? I don't know. They, they present it as if. Um, the North Pole is like this super futuristic high tech operation and Arthur is like this dopey British kid who is like the biggest Christmas nerd in the world and finds out that one kid didn't get a toy like a toy got left behind in the North Pole when the sleigh which is this giant like red behemoth of a spaceship and stuff like that like it's not (laughs) a little sleigh but one toy got left behind so he makes it his mission to deliver that toy to that kid. Mm. But um, it's just a fun, different take on Christmas. It makes all the elves feel kind of like secret agents and stuff mm. like that. And there's a line of Santa Clauses. It's not like one, it's like, there's the old grandpa dude who used to be Santa Claus and is now kind of like senile and crazy. Santa Emeritus. Yeah. <laughs> and then there's a, his son who is Santa now, and then his son who wants to be Santa and is kind of a jerk about it. And oh. It's a good movie, Arthur Christmas.
2: You're adding right. to my list of I movies know, I need I to know. see this holiday. I'm dealing season. with blank
1: stares here, but trust me, <laughs> go see, go see it, or go watch it. Okay, let's go to number eight. So Jim's number eight is Trading Places.
3: Oh, that is Christmas. Dan Aykroyd, Nettie Murphy. Yeah,
1: yeah. Um, Mary's is Christmas with the Cranks. Oh.
3: <laughs>
1: uh, <laughs>
3: <laughs> that sounded snotty. It wasn't. I'm just like, oh, yeah, I haven't seen that one. <laughs>
1: but, yeah, Mary says she would go to great lengths to give her daughter a special Christmas. So I think she resonates oh, with that. Oh, that's oh. sweet. Yeah. Uh, Monty's is the Santa Claus. Ooh. Nice. Yeah. And then Wade has the Grinch with Jim Carrey.
3: Oh. Huh. That song, Where Are You Christmas, gets me in the feels <laughs> every time. <laughs> Sandra, what's your number eight? My number eight, I'm throwing it way back. It's a Wonderful Life. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. Who doesn't want to just face depression (laughs) during Christmas? (laughs) No, I just think it's such a beautiful story. Uh, You know, you've got this community of people who he doesn't realize has been there for him. And he doesn't realize he's been there for them in such a capacity that they are now willing to step up and help him. And that's what we went through with my sister when she was sick, like everyone just came and they were contributing time and money and resources to help her. And so when we watch that film now, we think of that and we think of how touched we were in seeing people step up and us realizing oh my goodness like these people that we didn't think we made an impact in their lives like they're stepping up now to help and that's what i see when i watch that Mm. film it's just such a Mm. like the beauty of humanity coming together so yeah i love that film
1: it's true it's a great
3: one
2: yeah i'll be talking about that one a little bit later (laughs) Oh, (laughs) yeah. spoiler (laughs) what do you got my number eight is a white christmas um, I am a huge sucker for musicals yeah. <laughs> and so, um, in a totally different flavor, but I'm really hopeful that, Anna and the, the Apo- apocalypse is a really fun movie. It's a new Christmas musical zombie yeah, Christmas movie that's zombies. about to come out. Yeah. Um, white Christmas, you know, I, I will
1: admit I tried to watch white Christmas and I couldn't get through it.
2: It is it has, it's just chock full of classic music. It's got some really fun dance scenes, mm-hmm. but then the end of it feels a little out of left field for me, but it's really touching. I, yeah. I really, really like that movie. I, it's worth the investment if for no, no other reason than just seeing a truly classic Christmas movie. Totally, Yeah. totally.
1: So my number eight <laughs> is Die Hard. Oh. Which I genuinely believe that Bruce Willis in large part, owes his action film career to the fact that Die Hard took place at Christmas. Mm-hmm. I mean, think about it. That's
3: so specific. <laughs> I know, but
1: it's part of what made it so unique, right? Like, because then they could kind of have the the comedy interplayed with it and stuff like yeah. that, and have the the fun Christmas music in the background while people are getting blown away and blood splattering yep. everywhere. And now I yeah. have a machine gun. Now, ho 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 <laughs> no, ho ho! Exactly. <laughs> So I don't know. I mean, it still would have been a good movie, but I don't know if it would have caught people by surprise as much as it did. And if there was no Die Hard, there's probably no Bruce Willis, right? Yeah. So. it ceases saying. to
3: exist. That's
1: right. Yeah.
3: Back <laughs> to the Future style.
1: Exactly. Exactly. All right, number seven. We go to Patreon. Jim's number seven is Gremlins. Yes. <laughs> So I definitely have images of Gremlins in my mind every Christmas, in a non-creepy nightmare kind of way. But <laughs> <laughs> just because I saw it when I was a kid. Um, Mary's number seven is The Family Stone. Have you guys seen The Family Stone? Mm-mm, I have not. It's uh with Sarah Jessica Parker, Luke Wilson, Dermot Mulroney. I think it's just a it's a movie about a family at Christmas and their problems and stuff like that. It's actually. I remember being depressed watching oh, it like no. it's not <laughs> and uh oh no this actually makes sense because Mary says it always makes me feel better about my crazy drama filled family.
3: I'm not alone. <laughs> <laughs>
2: my life is normal by comparison. Yeah. So
3: there That's you go. like watching hoarders. Oh my gosh, my husband will put on hoarders and then I'm like stop it like cuz <laughs> you're going to want to like clean stuff and our house is pretty clean. But yeah. It's like by comparison. We're doing okay. Yeah.
1: Okay. Monty has Jingle All the Way at number seven, which is great. A lot of people loving Jingle All the Way. And then our fourth Patreon contributor, Wade, has Batman Returns at number seven. Nice. Which he says so dark, so good, so much creepy penguin.
2: (laughs) Which is true. All all of those statements were accurate.
1: (laughs) But it, that one is weird for me because yeah, it does take place at Christmas, but it's like Tim Burton Christmas, which and? is so different. And I'm hey, don't hit me. <laughs> <laughs> but it's so different that it just doesn't feel Christmassy to me. Mm. It feels Tim Burtony to
3: yeah. me. Yeah, that's true. It is very Burtonesque, but I don't know. There's just something I, I love Tim Burton. I really do. I mean, I know he makes some, I, and I don't love everything that he makes, but I love his style. Should we do number seven? Yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah. We don't need to get on a Tim Burton tangent. So what do you got at number seven? It's like Nightmare Before Christmas, isn't it?
3: It is not. <laughs> oh, that would have been perfect. It's, it's
1: Scrooge. <laughs> okay, he could have directed Scrooge. That that would have worked.
3: No. <laughs> <laughs> I had this thing for Bill Murray. Not like a crush thing, but I just loved him. His humor when I was a kid. So everything he did, I really, um, really loved. And and Scrooge just kind of hit it for me kind of out of the park. Mm. I, like, I love that one.
1: No, I agree. And actually, I'll I'll uh, jump the gun on you here, Justin, because that's my number seven also. Yeah, tight. I have it right there. <laughs> Non-audible high five there. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I love that movie. Bill Murray's hilarious. And I actually, I really love the song at the end of it when they're all singing, Put a Little Love in Your oh, Heart. yeah. I don't know why that just makes, I mean, it's supposed to make you feel good. I guess mm-hmm. that's why they put it in there, but
2: I love it. So, two versions of A Christmas Carol will appear on my list later, but that's not one of them. I have never seen that one. I need to see that one. Um, My number seven is Home Alone. Nice. I love the soundtrack of that movie. I love some of the emotional beats at the end. The neighbor hugging his granddaughter after he's reunited with his son. There's just some wonderful elements. And then Mm -hmm. the physical comedy is hilarious in that one and the second one, but. It's a great movie. So yeah. what is
1: your favorite quote? And you can only pick one.
2: And <laughs> I've got a reason for
1: asking this. But what is your favorite quote from Home Alone?
2: Favorite quote Favorite line
1: from Home, from Home Alone. Because um, I have one. Uh, I think it's weird. I don't think it's the one that anybody else I likes. I have one but. too.
2: <laughs> well, I think, oh man, I jumped right to the second one where it's, uh, get out of here, you nosy little pervert, or I'll slap you silly. <laughs> you know, it's just the, it's that he reuses that. Um, it's pretty great with Tim Curry later on. Yeah. But that's the second one. So... I'm trying to think, uh, look what you did, you little that's jerk. That's mine. That's yours? There we go. <laughs> it's, it's the same uncle. He just, he's, yeah. he's priceless.
1: Yeah. And there's, so there's all kinds, yeah, there's that line. There's all kinds of great classic lines. For some reason, my favorite thing is I got the milk, eggs, and fabric softener. <laughs> I don't know why. I think that's great. <laughs>
3: my husband likes, for the kids. For the kids. For yeah.
1: the kids. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Let's do number six. Oh, hey, look. Jim has Home Alone at number six. (laughs) Mary has Scrooged. So we're right in there. Monty has Christmas with the Cranks. A lot of love for Christmas with the Cranks. I've never seen that. Yeah. Is it good? Yep. No no idea? Okay. Good times. And then Wade has while you were sleeping.
3: That is a Christmas. I was looking (laughs) at a list. His
1: comment is: I just like it, okay?
2: It had one of the first yes, it's okay. meta jokes that I remember. It opens with a flashback of her childhood, and she's like, I just don't remember it being this orange. Yeah, Just because of the <laughs> sepia look, and I thought that was hilarious, and that was a formative tiny joke in that movie for Justin Weaver.
3: Wow. <laughs> Excellent. That's fascinating that you remember that. Like, I've seen it, and it doesn't seem like like a guy movie. Like, I don't know to even recall. But then again, my husband doesn't remember, he only remembers like three movies and then that's it.
2: Yeah, but it was like a Weaver movie, so I would never defend it as a guy movie ever. (laughs) I will be honest
1: and say, we'll be talking about it more later. Ooh. Ooh. I'm just saying. But not now. For now, now. (laughs) Sandra, what's your number six?
3: It is Home Alone. Hey. Yes. Yes, Uh, for kind of the same reasons. It has a great soundtrack. I love the lines. Man, that kid! Like, first of all, he was super adorable. Just, I mean, I, you know, Daryl, you and I are older, so we were pretty, like, pretty young when he was everywhere. Yeah. Um, remember the Good Son? He was oh, (laughs) he was a bad boy in that movie.
1: So controversial. (laughs) Yes. Kevin McAllister is even worse. (laughs) Yes.
3: What? Um, but it's just such a great film. I, I love the characters. Um. And I love seeing all of the little like traps that he yeah. set up um, for yeah for the the thieves. It's something actually that I would joke that uh, they stole it from me. They stole the idea from me because I wrote a story when I was like five or six years old, very similar to that, where a little girl was home alone and she was getting robbed, mm. and but all her things came alive. But it was the same thing of like um, setting up traps for the for the robbers and. Just a really fun story to see it come alive. I'm like, hey, that was like how I envisioned it, but better. Where's my money? I know. (laughs) John Hughes. But now you can just trust your
2: instincts. I I write good stuff. I I do. Yeah.
3: Yeah.
2: Ah, yes. (laughs) All Um, right. Justin. My number six was A Charlie Brown Christmas. Uh, All right. It's just classic it's similar to what we were talking about with rudolph the red-nosed reindeer it would only come on at christmas time it was the first movie i think i saw that had scripture in it and that always stood out to me as just that that's the climax of the movie is them reading Mm -hmm. that passage and that kind of changes the tone but then just even the visual of the little wilted christmas tree is so iconic and the uh Vince Grabaldi trio gorgeous yeah. music I love it yeah that that music my wife loves it and um, our kids love it
1: and um <laughs> I have a Christmas playlist and I was going through and listening to songs and I was looking for a certain thing so when that one popped up I was going to skip it and get to the next one but when it popped up my 2-year-old said Charlie Brown Christmas it's <laughs> like okay got to listen to that <laughs> can't skip it uh, my number six where's my list <laughs> sorry <laughs> uh, oh yeah I love this movie my wife and I watch this movie all the time I think it's hilarious Just Friends what?
3: I'm
2: no with idea. Ryan Reynolds with Ryan what? <laughs> Reynolds their uh, friend handshake hug yes. was very memorable to me
1: yeah
3: I've You've never, never seen it seen, No.
1: oh my gosh you should go
2: look it up
3: just friends.
2: Just friends.
1: Right. It's um so Ryan Reynolds plays this guy, Chris, who is in has had this best friend, Jamie. So it I relate to it. My mm-hmm. wife's name is Jamie. Um they've been best friends for years, but he wants more. You know, he wants yeah. to be her boyfriend, but she's, she doesn't see that. And so everybody makes fun of him for it and he's like this chubby dude and he's always been the fat kid in high school and stuff like that. And then they fast forward to You know 10 20 years later and he's now he looks like ryan reynolds you know he's lost Mm -hmm. all the weight and he's ripped and he's like a high power record executive and stuff like that and he's like he's the guy you know all the girls want him and like he's totally changed his life but he's not happy because all he wants is that original girl and so he gets stuck back in his hometown and stuff like that and it's just hilarious
2: And for how successful he is, he gets super awkward around her. So it's really really funny. Yeah. Oh, that's cute. Yeah.
1: It's hilarious. Just friends. Go check it out. (laughs) Okay. Before we crack our top five, let's talk about some honorable mentions. Yeah. Your favorite part. I know you've been waiting to get to this. I'm going to make you wait just a little bit longer, though, because I'm going to do the Patreon (laughs) ones first. (laughs) Um, Jim's honorable mentions are the Star Wars holiday special. Mm. I had that in mind. It's truly
2: terrible in a special kind of way. You have an R2D2 stocking pin on I and do. that's when I added it. I'm like, oh I gotta add that. <laughs> <laughs> have you seen it?
3: Yeah. Okay. Can't unsee it. <laughs> Life <laughs> Life Day.
1: <laughs> um he's got Batman Returns, Lethal Weapon. Warehouse thirteen, the greatest gift.
2: I don't know that mm. one. Frosty the Snowman. Oh, was that the TV show, Warehouse 13? Sure. I think it was a sci-fi TV show. Mm. Never mind. There's my contribution <laughs> to that. <laughs>
1: um, a Christmas Carol, both the both the George C. Scott and Patrick Stewart versions. White Christmas and Mickey's Christmas Carol. Oh, Mary has The Man Who Invented Christmas, which I tried to watch before tonight, and I couldn't find the time to do it. And I'm angry at myself cuz I feel like it might have made my list if I would have watched it.
2: It's on Amazon Prime. I haven't watched it yet, but I have the best intentions also.
1: I bought it for like 3 bucks on Black Friday. So it's <laughs> it's sitting on my shelf waiting to be watched, but dang it, I didn't get there. Um The Christmas Chronicles, which we'll <laughs> yes, talk a little bit new. more about that later. <laughs> Die Hard and Bad Santa. Um and that's it for our Patreon honorable mentions. So Sandra, go.
3: <laughs> I got to say, I tried to watch <laughs> Bad Santa and I couldn't, it just tarnished. I couldn't, I couldn't finish it. It's too bad. It's, yeah. It's, it's yeah. So my honorable mentions, Gremlins, of course. Classic. Um, I definitely want a Mogwai. Aww. In heaven, I'll be like, Mogwai's everywhere.
1: Oh, so many rules though. So many drawbacks. <laughs> I know.
3: <laughs> a Charlie Brown Christmas, mm. the Santa Claus, Edward Scissorhands, Nightmare Before Christmas, The Christmas Chronicles. It's a new one, so we're gonna talk about that. I later. watched it last I haven't night. Haven't seen it yet. It's so good. We and can I, talk about. I'm it I'm so glad. And I'm gonna add Night of the Comet because it is oh. technically Christmas time. So
1: we can talk about Christmas. I mean, I don't have it on my top ten list. I haven't okay. in on. I watched it last night, what and it's you think? it's weird. It's like the it's like the elves are minions. <laughs> it's very strange.
3: Yeah, they're. It has so much to it. I actually tweeted about it because this, and you might watch it after this comparison. I said, it's like the Santa Claus meets elf meets blues brothers meets gremlins. And I'm here for it. I'm here for it. (laughs) Yes. I'm here for that. That That's great. (laughs) it has a dash of all of that. And I was like, what, what is even happening now? But it didn't feel as chaotic as like, or like messy as some of these other films that seem like a little bit of everything. Yeah. Um, Uh. I, I thought it was great, yeah. And I've been watching some of these Christmas things like on Netflix and stuff that are not great. So, yeah, it's Check fun. It does fun. some
1: cool things that they've never really done with Santa movies, like have him speak a bunch of different languages. Mm. Did um, you have any more? No, that no, was a okay. lot. <laughs> <laughs>
2: What do you got for honorable mentions? Uh, I put The Nightmare Before Christmas. Uh, We talked at length about that. No, we talked (laughs) at length about that in Halloween. Um, I still (laughs) feel like it's much more a Halloween movie than it is a Christmas movie. I don't feel good about watching it at Christmas. I mean, I do, (laughs) but I don't feel good about it. Um, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation um, and Miracle on 34th Street. there's the See, I'm going to talk about both of them now because <laughs> you were talking about Santa uh, speaking in other languages yeah. and that movie, both versions of it do it. Um, the newer version does it better because he speaks to the little girl in sign language and mm. it is so precious and touching. Um, so that scene always stood out to me. Yeah, those are both really good representations of Santa.
1: Yeah, for
2: sure. Um, And then Santa goes and starts Jurassic Park. (laughs) (laughs) Like you do. (laughs) Um, My honorable mentions, The
1: Christmas Chronicles. Hmm. Um, I threw Lethal Weapon in there. Speaking of action movies that take place at Christmas. Um, A Christmas Story, A Charlie Brown Christmas. Uh, Home Alone 2 I have as an honorable mention on mine. Um, And then, okay, I've, I've made references to Hallmark movies several times as if they're not as good as other movies, which, (laughs) can we be honest, they're not?
3: Yeah, no. Yeah.
1: I mean, they have a certain place in the Christmas canon, obviously, a lot of people love them. But um, we had a couple of friends over one night, specifically to choose a Hallmark Christmas movie and watch it. Wow. Didn't know which one we were gonna choose. We actually had the Hallmark app and we just went through all of them and just landed on one. And the one we landed on is called Battle of the Bulbs. Have you ever heard of this? (laughs) It's with Daniel Stern from Home Alone. Okay. And then um, Matt Frewer. Have you ever heard that name? Do you remember Max Hedrum? What? He was, Matt Frewer was Max Hedrum. (laughs) So it's these two guys, and they play the dads of families that live across the street from each other. And they basically just have this giant Christmas decoration rivalry. Oh, And it's terrible, but it was so entertaining. (laughs) That sounds (laughs) like fun. Battle of the bulbs. Go check it out, if you dare. (laughs) (laughs) If you dare.
2: (laughs) On a Hallmark app near you. Yes, yes.
1: Yes. All right, let's crack the top five. So our Patreon subscribers, Jim has Elf at number five. We'll talk about that more for sure. Yeah, we will. Mary Mm. has the Santa Claus. Monty has The Christmas Chronicles.
3: Wow. Nice. There
1: he goes. And, um, oh, interesting. Wade has Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. Yeah. Hmm. He says, clever, dark, and festive, like a good winter ale.
3: (laughs) 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 Which is worth
1: pointing out that just about any movie that Shane Black directs takes place at Christmas. That's a thing. I don't
2: know. Did the new Predators movie the new Predator movie take place at Christmas? I feel like it took place at Halloween because I think we were talking a little bit about it at the yeah, last podcast.
1: that's right. But if you look back at a lot of his other movies, Kiss Kiss Bang Bang, um, Iron Man 3, I think The Nice Guys takes place at Christmas too, mm-hmm. doesn't it? I didn't see that one, but but it's a thing. Ah. He would admit to it. And he likes to write movies oh, wow. that take place at Christmas. <laughs> Uh, Sandra, what do you have at number 5?
3: National Lampoon's A Christmas Vacation. Yeah. Yes. I it, you've got an advent calendar in there. Mm. You have kind of madness with family. Cousin Eddie is just like, <laughs> just when they're out shopping and he's like, you know, we want to we want to help you <laughs> give a give the kids a good Christmas. Like, no, 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 no. Okay, here's a list. Yeah. And it's like, oh my god, There's not too much trouble. for I know. Get
1: something for yourself,
3: something real nice. I know. <laughs> he's just the worst, but he's he means well. Like when he gets the boss, you know. And yeah, so that's just a fun a fun uh, film, and I love um, Chevy Chase's character. You know, he's oh. trying to get the lights working, and they're not working, and. The whole like yuppie thing with the neighbors, that's hilarious too because their night is just ruined. Yeah. So, that's just fun.
2: I also like the animated sequence at the beginning of it oh, with yeah. the yeah. music and everything. The music is awesome.
3: Yeah. Oh, when he's looking back at memories when he gets stuck up in the attic, I, and that's I think <laughs> Ray Charles is playing, or Otis oh, Redding, I forget who it is, but it's just beautiful music. Just great music. So. Yeah.
2: And then it's completely undercut when he falls through yeah. when she opens the <laughs> door. So what do you got at number five? Uh, my number five is A Christmas Story. Nice. Yeah. I love that movie. Um, it hits some really melancholy reminiscent notes. It's hilarious at different times. It's really heartwarming. Um, It ends with the mother and father just uh, sitting watching the snow fall with the Christmas tree lit. And it's just beautiful. And I uh, got to experience that when I was living in Minnesota. Um, Growing up in Southern California, always dreaming of a white Christmas that just now I've experienced it. And it's the absolute best. And so I love that movie.
1: Cool. Um, My number five is While You Were Sleeping.
3: Mm. Oh, my goodness.
1: <laughs> I know. I know. I won't def- I won't say that it's a guy movie, mm-hmm. per se, but it actually is really funny. Yeah. And um, I will say that the scenes that take place at Christmas in that movie with the family and, like, her longing to be part of that family is, like, that actually does warm my heart quite mm-hmm. a bit. Yeah. Like, that's not something that I was missing. I grew up with a great family, and we had great family Christmases and stuff like that, but... For some reason, those scenes just remind me of that part of Christmas, which which is important to me. Yeah. Mm. So I'm secure enough to say that I like that movie. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I need to rewatch it now because I haven't seen it in like maybe a decade or something. Yeah. I, I,
1: It's hilarious. Yeah. I really think it's hilarious.
3: From what I remember of it, yeah, it was very sweet. And just like seeing her getting caught or trying to, to hide these lies, you know, but then she keeps... It just keeps escalating. That yeah. was kind of fun.
1: Yeah. All right. Number four. Let's go back to our Patreon subscribers. Jim has the Santa Claus. Mary has Elf. So those two were just swapped between them, between four and five. <laughs> um, Monty has the Polar Express, which mm. we haven't talked about yet. Um, and uh, Wade has Lethal Weapon. Mm. And he says, it's mullet time. <laughs> <laughs> Which is fair. What do you guys think of the Polar Express?
2: Mm. <laughs> See, everybody's shaking like uh, <laughs> it was a good try at new <laughs> at new technology. I think some of the music is good. I think some of the choreography is fun. Um, I it just felt really hit or miss for me, and I could never get past like the. Um, animation style, I can yeah. never get past it.
3: Agreed, it was very scary looking. Yeah, <laughs> and it's like it's Tom Hanks. Everybody loves Tom Hanks, right? Like you get and arrested. Every character if you don't. is
1: Tom Hanks, pretty much. In yeah, that he plays almost
2: everybody.
3: Somehow, it just fell flat for me, and I think it yeah. was because of the animation. It just freaked me out. Like I don't know these these kids look like they're gonna kill me in my sleep. Yeah. <laughs> no thanks. It is
1: creepy, and I, I my son wanted to see it, so we watched it and. I enjoyed it more than I thought I would. And I was like, okay, maybe I would like A Christmas Carol, the Jim Carrey one. So I started watching that. I'm like, nope, nope, (laughs) still too creepy. Can't do it. Weirds me out. Um, Sandra, what do you have at number four?
3: A Christmas Story. Yeah. Yeah. I love the narration. I Mm. love just seeing inside this kid's mind, the whole like drink more Ovaltine thing. And he's like so ticked (laughs) off like that is relatable of just like you know he invested in this and he just got a commercial um the dad it reminds me of my stepdad where you know he's he wasn't like extremely vulgar but i love the way the narrator explains it. it's like my my father wove a tapestry of profanity that's still floating over minnesota Lake Michigan Lake michigan yeah <laughs> and i just thought oh my goodness like the way that he portrays and, and articulates what's happening in his life and how he describes his brother and the little um stories that he creates going blind by by eating soap. But <laughs> it was soap, you know, and the parents are like overacting, oh crying. Just just fantastic. It was mm. like pre scrubs with like the whole oh, going yeah, into these yeah. like um The
2: daydreams. Yeah, the daydream. Yeah. I just
3: love that. Mm.
2: Nice. What do you have a number for? I have It's a Wonderful Life. Yay! That is one of my top favorite movies of all time. I love the... I, I Especially in today's world when so many people are dealing with depression and anxiety yeah. in very real ways. I feel like a movie like this that can remind people of how important they are, mm-hmm. uh, even when they don't know it and feel it, um, is really important. And then when I think about this now i think about an episode from friends where phoebe has realized that she's had all of these um childhood movies edited by her parents so (laughs) she's like going back and watching all these movies and uh she gets super depressed and it's a wonderful life and stops watching it she's like oh it's such a horrible movie i couldn't finish it like no you have to watch it to the end (laughs) so but it is an incredible incredible movie yeah it's a classic my
1: number 4 is Home Alone mm. which we've already talked about a lot but <laughs> the one more thing that I will say is I think the character of Old Man Marley in that mm. movie yeah. is actually really brilliant. I mm. love that character. Yeah. Yeah. Naming him Marley is also brilliant. Yeah. <laughs> if you, you know, cuz of a Christmas carol. Um I'm right? Jacob Marley? I thought cuz Bob. Cuz Bob. Yeah. Okay, well, sure. There's that. <laughs> <laughs> but Yeah, I love that character. I think he's like the really inspirational part of that movie for Mm -hmm. me. Yep. So that's the only other thing I would say about it
2: that we haven't already said. (laughs) (laughs) But they started great mythology around him, like that he's salting the streets (laughs) with the ashes (laughs) of his, you know. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I know. Okay, number three from our
1: Patreon subscribers. We have Miracle on 34th Street for Jim. The classic, of course, Mm -hmm. because it's Jim. Um, we have Christmas Vacation for Mary. Monty has The Grinch with Jim Carrey, and Wade has Home Alone, which he says, "Here's to dysfunctional families and invincible bad guys." <laughs> they are invincible.
3: Yeah, almost almost, oh, almost every yeah.
1: one of those things should have killed them.
3: Oh yeah, <laughs> I mean, just sliding, especially in
1: Home Alone two um, when they like hit him with that big bar.
3: And just, like, the bricks
2: from, like, a four-story building over and over.
1: And the paint cans. Yeah. It's crazy. I know. Okay. I hope I'm not throwing anybody under the bus here. But I have a friend. I won't say from where or who it is.
2: Or if it's Jay or not. (laughs) No, it's not Jay. I can say that.
1: Um, (laughs) But I have a friend who might listen to this who told me that when he was a kid, after seeing Home Alone, he actually did that paint can that paint can thing, to his sister.
2: Oh, God, Like, he set up a
1: trap for his sister
2: (laughs) and did that. Was she okay? I
1: I mean, she's still around. All right. Okay, there we go. Oh, (laughs) gosh. I'm sure it didn't go well at the time. I I don't remember exactly, but... (laughs) Yeah. So, yeah, those guys were invincible. They should not have survived all Mm. that crap. Sandra, what do you have at number three?
3: I'm going with One of the movies I just love watching with my daughter, although we watch the TV edited version, and that's Love Actually. Ah. It's just, it's a countdown to Christmas. I love Hugh Grant's character. I love British accents. (laughs) (laughs) And there are so many different, really interesting stories going on Mm. in this film. Now, the TV edited version, I have both, um, but the TV edit completely edits out martin freeman and his whole storyline interesting (laughs) i've never seen it actually it's on i believe it's on netflix but it's just you know um ensemble cast you have hugh grant liam neeson um oh goodness i'm forgetting her name the sister
2: Kieran knightley's in it Kieran,
3: yeah oh um uh, andrew lincoln Oh, yeah. Really? He's in it, yep. Wow. Yep. Um, lots of really cool yep. people in there. Good film. Well, and of course, Martin Freeman. Unless you're watching the TV version. <laughs> I'm guessing his character does bad things. Wow. Well, <laughs> simulates, maybe. Okay, that's
2: enough information. <laughs> Justin, what do you have at number three? My number three is Scrooge. Not Scrooged, oh. but Scrooge which is a musical version of A Christmas Carol starring Albert Finney. And he plays the young Scrooge pretty much as himself and then old Scrooge with makeup and prosthetics. And I think that out of all the versions of A Christmas Carol, that one understands the character's journey Mm -hmm. and ultimately ends on a note of celebration and redemption better than any other christmas carol i've seen oh, i wow. love that version
3: what year is that
2: i couldn't tell you something in like... the 70s i think oh, okay. um and one of the songs it's that the movie ends <laughs> with is the song they use in a christmas fantasy parade in disneyland for the princess float oh wow yeah interesting was that your second version of, of a christmas carol that's the
1: first one so there's one more coming there's okay. one more coming because I was going to say something about that that I should have said before, but I'll wait so that I don't <laughs> potentially ruin something you've got coming. Um, my number three is a movie that has not been talked about at all yet, which makes me so happy. For I I love the fact that I'm one of the only people on the planet that loves this movie. Every time I tell people about it, they're like, what? I freaking love it. It's uh, Fred Claus.
3: Oh, yeah.
1: And see, just- now Justin's looking at me like,
2: what? See? So that was the second Claus movie. Who? What was the other Claus? The Santa
3: Claus? Oh, Arthur. Arthur, oh, Claus.
2: Arthur so Christmas. Arthur, Arthur Christmas yeah, and no. Fred Claus.
1: So Fred Claus, Fred is the brother of Santa Claus. Okay. Played by Vince Vaughn, which is hilarious. And Santa Claus is played by Paul Giamatti. <laughs> and, um, um, you know, Fred has grown up under the shadow of his brother his whole life and... Totally hates Christmas and resents it all because everything. And then he has to go to the North Pole because he wants some money from his brother. But he won't give it to him unless he comes to the North Pole. And then there's this whole weird thing where there's like an efficiency expert who's at the North Pole, like auditing Santa Claus and his operation and is going to like shut him down. <laughs> and and um, through a fight with Fred... Santa gets like, he hurts his back so he can't go out and do Christmas. So Fred has to go out and deliver all the presents on Christmas Eve. And I I can tell from the looks that you guys are giving me that it sounds stupid. And it does sound stupid, (laughs) but
3: it's so good. It's just so funny. (laughs) It's so good. It sounded interesting because of the whole efficiency aspect. Like if anyone's been at a job where they have that and it's like the panic and the the chaos that can ensue from that. It's yeah. like, okay, the potential is there for yeah. me to like be interested in this.
1: And The Efficiency Expert is played by Kevin Spacey, which these days is a, oh. is a rough point, you know. Mm. But uh, I still recommend the movie. It's very good. Um. So let's go to number two. <laughs> number two for our Patreon subscribers, Jim has It's a Wonderful Life. Mary has Home Alone. Monty has Elf. And, oh, here's an interesting one. Wade has an episode of Mystery Science Theater 3000 called The Christmas That Almost Wasn't. You've seen that? No. (laughs) (laughs) But you're going to tonight?
2: Yeah. (laughs) Anytime we can talk about MST3K. Yes. (laughs) I just introduced some of my family to that show through a short video called A Date With Your Family. Mm. And... It's hilarious. So I can only imagine that that is a wonderful, wonderful video.
3: Yeah. For as much as I complain about my family not wanting to watch certain things with me, like commentary, they did watch um, the riff tracks of Plan 9 from Outer Space. Oh, that's a classic. So one. that's really asking a lot of a family. So. <laughs> and they did that, so.
1: I don't yeah. remember what episode it was, but I was watching one of those Mystery Science Theater 3000s and just the smallest little detail they kept showing a clock in the background Mm -hmm. but it wasn't turned on so throughout the entire movie it always said the same time and for some reason these guys latched onto that and several times throughout the movie whenever you could see the clock just even slightly in the background one of them would go what time is it like every (laughs) single time this is so funny what do you have at number two sandra
3: my number two is you know I love this film. Again, I talked about British accents. Um, I love The Holiday.
1: Oh, that would be really high on my wife's list too.
3: Yeah, it's just, I I love um, Kate Winslet's character's journey. So Iris, when she she meets this older gentleman who's been in the industry and they just become friends and she's helping him get healthy so he can do this whole like night to remember him kind of a thing. Um, But they're talking about old Hollywood and he's telling her that she's living her life as a supporting character and she's a leading lady. And I just thought that was really like a powerful statement that he gave to her that helped her step into who she really should have been this whole time. And Mm. so I loved her journey. And Cameron Diaz, I liked her journey, but I really loved Jude Law. (laughs) And I love because mm. I'm an editor. So when she asks him, what kind of editor are you? He goes, a very mean one. And I'm like, <laughs> me too. So he's relatable. <laughs> I joke about being a mean editor. I'm not. But, you know, it's just fun to see someone in that profession too. And he's yeah. in publishing and, you know, all of all that that entails. So it's just really cool. I nice. like that movie. Nice. And Jack Black isn't Jack Black in that movie. No, yeah, it's really he weird. He plays a character. Yes. It's, it's very strange. Nice you could see him fighting it he wants so yeah. badly to be like you know? what do you
2: got i put elf as number two yeah. that movie is wonderful um i watch that movie probably more often than any other christmas movie i we just watched it the other night when we were decorating our christmas tree it is hilarious mm-hmm. it's heartwarming um Will Ferrell plays a really grounded character, so yeah. he's definitely playing Will Ferrell, mm-hmm. but um, a really, really joyful version of Will Ferrell. Yeah. <laughs> I so.
1: found out the other day; I didn't know this. That role was originally meant for Jim Carrey. I read that, and he turned recently. it down. Yeah,
3: I'm so glad he did. I know. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, but <laughs> yeah,
1: no, totally, I agree. Um, I have a Christmas vacation. Mm. A Christmas vacation? That's not how you say the name of that movie. Christmas vacation <laughs> at it's number a song. two.
3: Christmas, Christmas vacation.
1: vacation. It's, I mean, again, I could just sit here and quote that all night long. I'm trying not to say the shitter was full, but I guess I just <laughs> said it. So
3: <laughs> there we go.
1: Jay usually cusses at least once in the episodes, right? Nice. So I, you know, I have to fill in the gap. Yeah. But that movie just cracks me up. And I feel like I've got a lot of Clark Griswold in me. Mm. Like, I'm not as insane as he is, but decorating the house Mm -hmm. is a huge deal for me. (laughs) And I've only, we've only lived in a place that I could really do that for a couple of years now. And Do
3: you have lights everywhere?
1: Yeah, I mean, it's not insane. It's Mm -hmm. not as insane as his place. But, um, I feel like it's only gonna grow (laughs) and escalate over the years. And I will apologize now to my wife for all (laughs) the... (laughs) Frustration that will come with it. <laughs> but I love that movie. It's hilarious. Mm-hmm. Um, we have reached number one. Yay, number one. Number one. The best Christmas movie of all time, according to this handful of experts here on the Story and Geeks <laughs> podcast. Uh, Jim has Christmas Vacation. Mm-hmm. Mary has It's a Wonderful Life. Monty has Home Alone. And Wade. Oh, he's flying the flag. He's got Die Hard at number <laughs> nice. one. That is a bold choice, and I respect it. <laughs> Sandra, what do you have at number one?
3: Well, if my earrings didn't give it away.
1: Oh, I didn't even notice. It's
3: Elf. It is Elf. Ah. Elf. I mean, it has the components of the stop-motion animation, which I love, and so it's very nostalgic right away. I remember seeing this, like the sign for it when I left the theater, Uh, You know how they have those big stand-up type signs? Um, I saw that for Alf, and I just started laughing just from seeing that because he looked so ridiculous. And I'm like, (laughs) I can't wait to see what this is all about. And then we saw it in the theater, and it it lived up to my expectations, which are already very high because Mm. he's just so – like Will Ferrell is so okay being silly and childlike and – I loved that wonder that he had throughout the film and his excitement being, and I love New York. So him being in that, that city that I love and him like exploring it and being so naive and so hopeful and trusting. It's just really beautiful to see. And then him, you know, burping like, Oh, did you hear that? (laughs) Like (laughs) dorky things like that were also really fun. (laughs)
1: Yep. I'll go ahead and say now that's my number one. Yes. (laughs) I, I think I've, Mentioned my wife more times in this episode than I ever have before. <laughs> so if there's a Story Geeks drinking game, I apologize. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> like, oh, my liver! Stop I know. <laughs> <laughs> but um, that movie is our anniversary tradition. So our anniversary is on November 5th. <gasps> mm-hmm. And we watch Elf every November 5th. Mm. And that's kind of our thing. And that's, I think that's maybe the one Christmas movie, except maybe like Die Hard or something like that, that we will watch multiple times throughout the year. Mm. Not even near December at all. Yeah. <laughs> like, my son loves that movie. We're going to have, like, a whole event where we invite his friends over and, like, watch it in the backyard at our house in a few weeks. Mm. And It's just that movie is a huge part of our family. Oh. So.
2: And the finale scene when everyone's seeing Santa Claus is coming to town uh and that brings up enough Christmas spirit yeah. that uh, the Slave flies is truly moving. Yeah. yeah, I love that part.
1: And they have one of the most random, hilarious jokes right in the midst of all that stuff. It's when um, the newswoman is interviewing that guy. They cut to the bar, and he's like, "You're just, you're just, a, you're you're a real great news lady. It's in your eyes. Your eyes tell the story. Like, I, I love <laughs> oh, your work. Oh, that's <laughs> just like so <laughs> random, but it's hilarious." <laughs> <laughs> it cracks me up. Yeah, I know the guy in the bar. Yeah. What yeah, was the, it? he's like, uh oh, must be, m- must it be, it must be, be someone one. else, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's good. I love it. I love it. It's got the perfect blend of humor mm-hmm. and the heartwarming, you know, the Christmas feels mm-hmm. and
2: Yeah.
1: Oh, it just puts me in the spirit. Yeah. What can I say? But Tell us your number one.
2: My number one hasn't been mentioned at all. I
1: think I know what it is, which is why I didn't say what I was going to say earlier. Oh, nice. But so, go ahead.
2: It's a Muppet's Christmas yeah. Carol. Oh.
1: Yeah. Oh. That is a tradition for Jamie's family. They've been watching a Muppet Christmas Carol on Thanksgiving Day mm. her whole life.
2: Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. A, a Christmas Carol is a story that is very powerful to me. And the Muppet version, I think, brings the highs and lows out really well. It has great music. Um, yeah. I, like I've been saying about all these movies, I love it. <laughs> so making this list was the fastest list I've ever made uh, for this show because I, I was like, okay, those can be honorable mentions. and We I finally love had all you make movies. a list we're, you we're didn't fine. resent yep, us no, for. no. This one, I didn't have to qualify anything on this. It's just like, yeah, that's my number one. That's what it is. So... Um, but there's a song with the ghost of Christmas present where it talks about just whenever you're around people that you love and when you're, whenever you're around family, it feels like Christmas and just like letting Christmas be that feeling of being loved and everything is right with the world. And I love it.
1: It's true. So there you have it, Story Geeks, (laughs) a whole slew of films that now you can go make some hot cocoa, make some cider, grab some cookies, sit down, start a fire, responsibly. This is California. (laughs) And sit back and enjoy the Christmas season. Merry Christmas, everybody. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. All right. (laughs) That's it for today's show. Special thanks to Sandra and Justin for joining us today. What a fun time to count down our top 10 favorite Christmas movies. I love it.
0: Yeah, it's fantastic. Um, It's really fun to count down the top ten. I can't wait to listen to you guys talk about it. And then I'm going to talk about it on the aftercast, so make sure you're subscribed. And also, I just want to point out, we have some super cool content coming out in 2019. So definitely, if you're not subscribed and you're just subscribing for the first time because you saw Christmas movies and you wanted to listen to that, subscribe to the podcast because we're going to have some really cool stuff coming up in 2019. We're planning all
1: of that out now
0: and having great guests, so please do that.
1: Yeah, and all supporters of the Story Geeks gain access to today's Aftercast, as well as all past and future Aftercasts, as well as all of this other premium content that Jay is talking about that's coming in 2019. So to keep an eye on what that is and what we've got out there for you already, head over to thestorygeeks.com. And if you enjoyed today's show or any of the Story Geeks
0: podcast, please share our show with a geek friend. Thanks for listening, and as always, question everything in your favorite geek stories. And always seek the truth. Merry Christmas and happy holidays.